Hi, I'm Jen Neiman, co-founder of Property Elite, Chartered Surveyor and APC Assessor. At Property Elite, we provide training and support for the APC, Asset RICS and FRICS qualifications. We cover all routes, pathways and geographic regions via our team of specialist consultants and trained assessors. This also includes the senior professional, specialist, academic and direct entry routes. In this week's podcast, I take a look at a variety of hot topics relating to fire safety. These include the International Fire Safety Standards, IFSS, EWS1 forms, PAS 791 and 2 2020 and changes to approved document B. It's essential listening for all APC and Assault RICS candidates in relation to the health and safety mandatory competency, as well as those undertaking fire safety as a technical competency. Fire safety is so, so important. This is because every year a significant number of deaths and injuries are caused due to fire. This means that high standards of fire safety are essential to keeping residents and occupiers of property safe. This is especially important for domestic properties, where residents sleep in properties at night. Candidates are advised to read the RICS Guide to Fire Safety version 3 to learn about the common causes of fires, forward planning, fire escape basics, owner-occupied property and rented or shared accommodation. So first on the list today is the EWS process and EWS1 forms. An external wall system, EWS, encompasses the outside wall of a residential building, including cladding, insulation and firebreak systems. Buildings included within the scope of the EWS process include blocks of flats, student accommodation, care homes and HMOs. It doesn't include hotels. The EWS one form process was introduced to ensure that buildings over 18 metres high with combustible EWS construction could be assessed for fire safety and then approved for mortgage lending by lenders. Some residential buildings below 18 metres also require reform, for example if they're four to six storeys high with combustible EWS construction. The process is a method for residential building owners to confirm that the EWS has had a fire safety assessment carried out by a qualified professional. After the assessment's carried out, the qualified professional must sign an EWS1 form, valid for five years and covering the entire building. This either confirms that no combustible materials are present or it'll make recommendations for remedial works. Generally, if works are required, they must be carried out before a mortgage will be agreed unless the lender confirms otherwise. Further information on the process can be found on the RICS website. Valuers should also read the RICS practice alert relating to fire safety and residential valuation. Moving on, the International Fire Safety Standards were launched in November 2020 by a coalition of over 80 organisations, including RICS. The aim is to improve public confidence around the regulation and control of fire safety measures and to work towards globally consistent fire safety standards. The common principles for fire safety applying to the building life cycle are prevention, detection and communication, occupant protection, containment and extinguishment. Next is PAS 791 and 22020. This provides best practice guidance for how to carry out fire risk assessments. It's published by the British Standards Institution. PAS stands for Publicly Available Specification 
a fast-track standardisation document developed by a steering group of key stakeholders. One 2020 Code of Practice Fire Risk Assessment, Premises Other Than Housing, and number two relates to the Code of Practice Fire Risk Assessment Housing, which replaces together the former PAS 79-2020-12. The former guidance provided generic fire risk assessment guidance without housing sector specific recommendations. The updated documents have been developed to provide guidance on the non-domestic and domestic sectors separately. The documents also now have code of practice statement and include guidance relating to external wall construction and cladding. Both can be accessed on the BAFE website. Next on the list are changes to approved document B, fire safety, are the building regulations which took effect from the 26th of November 2020. There are a number of key changes. Firstly, sprinklers must be provided in buildings over 11 metres in height. Previously, this was a minimum of 30 metres in height. Individual flats should have sprinklers installed. BS9251 or BSEN12845 are recommended when specifying sprinkler systems in flats. Sprinklers aren't required in fire sterile, i.e. there are no combustible materials, common areas. Consistent wayfinding signage should be provided for the fire service in flats of a top floor 11 metres above ground level. This should include floor level identification and information about the flats accessible from each floor. If a building is being extended, the provisions above apply, so that sprinkler protection and wayfinding signage are required in newly formed accommodation in buildings with a floor 11 metres above from ground level. You can access the full text of approved document B from the government website. That's it for today's podcast. Remember, you can book in your free 15-minute consultation via our website. We can also provide feedback on your referral or prelim review report. If you head to our website, you can also access our other free support resources, including our ebook guides, podcasts, videos, quizzes, blog, and CPD newsletter. We can't wait to work with you, so thank you for listening, and I'll see you next week. <laughs>